Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Motivation Burrito. I did not record an episode on Friday because the election anxiety was definitely high, and I just thought it would be better for not only myself to take some time apart from social media and the news outlets and just overwhelming people's opinions. Um, you know, there's, there's just been such a divide in, in just what people believe is the better option. And I thought that it would just be better for everything and everyone to just take some time to take care of themselves, myself included. And I did notice a lot of people, a lot of my own friends doing the same and taking the st- the time and the, and the space that they needed to just not only process the events, but to really sit with themselves and kind of reflect on their voices and just the direction for the next four years and, and what we need to do to continue to be the voice for the people, to be the voice for those who are not heard and who maybe need somebody to be the voice for them. So there's just been a lot of reflection on that over the last week. So I just thought, you know, some time away was definitely needed. And again, I did my one episode on my personal perspective um, without imposing my opinions on others and in doing so I do have to say it caused me a lot of anxiety because to be honest I did not want that episode to be heard I also was afraid of any backlash that I would receive I was afraid of any opinions that I would receive and even though I didn't get any of that you know, I didn't get the backlash. I didn't get the opinions. The episode definitely was not very heard. Like, it did not get a lot of uh, hits, which I guess is a good thing. You know, wishes are granted sort of thing. But um, at the same time, I do this podcast to provide a different perspective, to provide another layer to people so that there is a deeper understanding of all the issues at hand, not just mental health, but like social, sexual, economic issues, political issues, personal issues. I try and provide a broad spectrum of insight that I have learned from experience and from, you know, my time here on crazy earth. So that was the goal in the last episode was to do something different and even though it was way outside of my comfort zone I knew that it was something that needed to be done just to again add that layer of information that we may have overlooked or information that we may have not um, been able to receive at the time because of our own opinions standing in our way so um, The point was to try and add a layer to those who were open to receive it. And again, since the episode didn't get too many hits, 
not a lot of people were obviously open to receive it and that's okay. This episode is probably going to be a super short and sweet episode. Um, while the results have been announced across several platforms, that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I am here to talk about is a year in reflection. Um, and I missed the whole introducing myself, and I'm so sorry. Obviously, I am your host, Melissa. I have been your host since May, and that kind of brings me to where I am today. And the purpose of this episode is just to kind of talk about the last year in reflection. Um, I turned 33 by the time this episode airs. I mean... Ideally, I would have aired this on Tuesday so that I could already have been 33, but again, I, I I do these episodes as I see fit and also as I'm going through the emotions and processing the thoughts and things that come into my head, and tonight is a night of reflection. And I am pre-recording this episode, which means it is a Sunday night, and my birthday is Monday morning. I was born November 9th, 1987 at 8.07 in the morning. Um, For all you birth card peoples, that would make me a Scorpio with a Cancer moon and a Sagittarius rising. Um, I am quite quite, quite an interesting human in terms of birth chart scenarios and how things go. Um, My chart is quite all over the place, but that's, again, a story for a different day. I obviously identify as Sun Sign Scorpio because that is what I am. And if you know anything about Scorpios, you know that we are very passionate people. We are very intense people, especially the Scorpio women. They are known for their intensity and their passion. They're also known for their charm and just for their ability to exude mysteriousness. And the Scorpios are the shadow workers. Like, as much as they are light workers, they are so shadow workers at the same time. Like, Scorpios live in the realm of shadow and darkness and mystery. And that's what makes them so alluring so like when you think of the opposites right like you have your mermaid but then like if you had a Scorpio version of the mermaid it would be the siren which is the siren um if you know anything about sirens you know that they had the song of the sailors and they would lure in sailors most mythological sources would say ultimately to their death Other sources say that they lured in sailors because they were lonely and they wanted companionship and they wanted love and they wanted a partner. And because they were forbidden to go to land, they called the sailors out to the sea. So it depends on the source that you look to, but the sirens were often mistaken for being pretty much harbingers of death to the sailors when all it was is that they were looking for companionship and love and because they weren't allowed to um, be land creatures 
and they were kind of forced to remain at sea, they lured the sailors in with their siren song. And it's the same thing with like magicians, right? You have your magician and you have your sorcerer and your sorcerer is the shadow of the magician. So Scorpios are generally known for the shadow aspect of things. Um, and so, ta-da, I'm a Scorpio, which is why a lot of the times, as, as much as I may seem cheerful, I've put on that persona for so much of my life that I'm just this cheerful, bubbly, and preppy person, but in doing this podcast, I discovered so much about myself and how I've just navigated some of the deepest and darkest spaces that I didn't think were possible, that I didn't think I had even navigated, that I didn't think I had stayed in. I managed to bring light to these spaces and the work that I've done on myself just this last year alone has been absolutely remarkable and as I reflect on it like I can honestly say I'm kind of getting emotional um I'm also going to be honest and say that I've had a couple so that would also probably do it um and I am also pre-cycle so that will also add another layer to the emotion right now and I'm getting old or I feel like I'm getting old and I feel like so much has happened in the last couple of months that, again, I haven't fully processed the extent of all that's happened. I haven't fully processed the extent of everything that I've experienced. And now I'm sitting here reflecting on the fact that I'm about to turn 33 and I'm about to experience a, another revolution around the sun. And I look back at what I've done these last few months and I'm just I'm kind of in awe but at the same time I'm just like how how did all of this happen and I guess the best way to explain it is I'm trying to find the purpose and the meaning and the answers in it all and I don't have those yet and I think that's the hardest part of what I'm feeling tonight is that I don't have answers and what's making it worse for me is that when I don't have answers that's when I lean into the spirituality part of myself that's when I lean into the tarot cards and the prayers and, and the trusting of the universe or asking the questions. Um, I'm very, very big on my dreams. Like my dreams are, for me, a gateway. Like I don't know how I've done it, but I've managed to use my dreams as like a gateway for communication. And I've mastered the skill of asking a question before going to sleep and then receiving the answer like at night. And then the next morning I wake up and I have the answer and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like I've kind of done really well at mastering that skill. But just the last couple of days, everything has been so silent that I've honestly felt like 
I've just been left behind and I felt I, I feel abandoned. I honestly feel abandoned right before my birthday. And it's one of those things where it's like I'm supposed to be celebrating my life and instead I'm avoiding it. I'm avoiding connection. I'm avoiding people. I'm avoiding talking about things. I'm avoiding being present on social media. And I I find myself in a state of pure avoidance. And I don't know how to explain it or how to process that. Um, I started to journal about it. And while I was journaling, I got to the point where I had to stop because I just didn't feel like I was getting anywhere. Um, I didn't feel like any emotions were landing. I didn't feel like anything that I was saying was resonating with me or... Um, or like I was hitting the mark on what's been bothering me. Um, so, I mean, the biggest thing I'm grappling with right now is how much I've changed emotionally over the last few months. This podcast, when I started this podcast in May, the end of May, I didn't think it was going to be what it is. And granted, it's not much. It's still a small, a small podcast. It still has a very small following. It's not hitting any major numbers. But the impact that I'm making on the people that I have encountered is so meaningful to me that the numbers just don't matter as much and the stuff that I've shared in this podcast has just been like so healing for me but I feel like it's been healing for others too and I think that's what surprises me the most is that I just wasn't expecting anybody to get like actual stuff from it and then here I am just in some episodes blowing people's minds with insight and blowing people's minds with new perspectives and things that they hadn't opened themselves up to before like I remember one episode my friend Stan that I did the crossover with said that it literally blew his mind and I wasn't expecting a response like that you don't expect somebody to say that it's mind-blowing and you're like yo I'm not that good and yet to him that episode was that good to him that moment it was a huge moment it was whether it was a revelation or an aha moment or he just resonated and connected and was like whatever he received from that episode and that moment and that podcast was enough for him to say that it was just a, like a mind-blowing episode. And those are the out-of-the-blue things that you don't expect and that you appreciate the most. And those are the things that have kept me going 
in doing this podcast. And um, not only that, but this podcast has connected me to new people that I never thought I'd be connected to. Like, people in the podcast community, like, there's this group of podcasters in New York City, and I'm not sure which of the five are in charge of, like, the social media aspect, but they're pretty active in engaging with, like, some of my podcast posts and pictures, um, you know, like, they, they share in likes and comments and stuff like that, and, and I appreciate that engagement in that activity and um to have people in the com in the podcast community like comment and reach out to you and say like they like your work or they like your photos and you know they read your captions and they resonate with that like it's just awesome and again the the podcast community has been so unbelievably amazing and supportive and like there's no competition there we just lift each other up we're people on similar missions we're people trying to bring awareness to real issues and real experiences and we're people just trying to be ourselves in a world that has told us not to be and we're standing tall in our voices and we're standing tall in ourselves and we're just showing up as we are and trying to love ourselves and love others at the same time and it's just amazing how we can all come together in similar missions and support each other in such a huge way and that's what I've grown to love about the podcast community and I'm gonna close this out because I'm really really emotional today once again don't know why well I kind of know why but um you know it's just I hate birthdays. I really, really hate birthdays because every night before my birthday, this is what I do. I like reflect on the year before. I reflect on the things I've experienced, the good and the bad, the people that have come into my life. Um, I go through feelings of nobody cares, which I know isn't true, but Again, when you're somebody who deals with mental health issues every once in a while, especially, you know, anxiety every every once in a while, the thoughts come up and you can't control them when they come up. You just have to process them when they come up. And birthdays are when those feelings start to come up because social media has created this dynamic where your value is determined by how many people comment on your birthday how many people say happy birthday to you on facebook on instagram and across social media platforms and the social media technology has made it easy it literally alerts somebody and says hey so and so's birthday is today would you like to send them a message so people are literally choosing whether or not they want to send you a message And we place so much value on how many comments we receive versus who we receive them from versus the quality 
of the comments and the connection of those comments, you know, because people could say, oh, happy birthday, have a great day, but there may not be anything personal about it. And there may not be no actual connection behind it. And I'm finding that the past couple of years, I've desired the connection more than the quantity. And because I'm not getting the connection, I once again experience these feelings of unworthiness and being undervalued. So it's just a perpetual cycle and it's a horrible cycle and it's a cycle that I put myself in. But alas, here we are. And that is this year's flavor of feelings and, you know, the craving for connection has surpassed the craving for attention which when you think about it shows my growth and it shows my evolution and it shows the shift in my priorities which is amazing like to go from you know wanting the attention versus wanting the connection like that's a huge huge shift and it it shows how the work that I've done on myself has shifted my values and has shifted what I really truly desire in my life. But at the same time, it sets a higher standard and it also sets a higher expectation. And it also sets, um, it also sets like, I guess that, that greater disappointment, you know, like if I don't get the connection, it just, The greater the risk, the greater the reward, but at the same time, you know, there's also like that aspect of if you take the risk and you don't succeed, the disappointment is greater too, right? And the setback just feels so intense when it's really not. It's to propel you forward, but that's a story for another day um so yeah so this year has definitely been more about connection than about quantity and so I think where I'm at right now is thinking about the people that I want to hear from thinking about the people that I want to celebrate with and thinking about missed opportunities. I don't know. There's a lot of thoughts. Like there's really a lot going on in my head right now, but I will say this and I'm going to end it on this because this is the one that's impacting me the most is of course there is the one person that we all know at this point. Um, I still haven't said their name and I'm not going to, but we all know that there is a person that I, has been, that I have been interested in the last almost three months now, I guess. Um, and don't get me wrong, I value this person's friendship more than anything. And I'm grateful to say... That we've at least gotten to the point where we've established that as a foundation. Where 
we've established the friendship where we've established the fact that there is a caring and a support there um and there is a connection and a bond between us two that is reflective of what we have brought into each other's lives and there's value in that and i appreciate everything that this person has done for me over the last three months and I've appreciated the support and just the strength that they've shown despite going through their own personal things because again this this whole COVID experience and just everything this year has been hard on everyone so when you show up for somebody and still show up for yourself the strength it takes to do that is absolutely insane and I've done it too and I and that's why I know because you kind of know what you see right you know when you've shown up for others and you know when you're trying to show up for yourself in the midst of everything that's going on in your life and you still manage to show up for other people not just one person just like several other people in your in your life you show up for friends, you show up for family, you show up for new friends, you show up for, you know, the people in your mentorship group, and you still have to show up for yourself and all of that. So be able to do all of that um, takes a lot of strength. And not only that, this person is also an essential worker. So on top of that, it's like, I would label him as a hero, but he may not think he is. And, but again, like that's the definition of a hero, like somebody who does something for the greater good without any expectation or without wanting anything in return. They just do it out of the kindness and compassion of their heart. They do it from a place of pure love. And that's what this person exemplifies, in my opinion, anyway. So, with all of that, um, it's just insane to me how, of all the things that this last year has brought, of all the things, like, I would have just been happy if it stopped at the podcast. I would have been happy if it stopped at just me finding something that I was passionate about, me finding my purpose, me finding my voice, me finding myself again. We could have stopped there. I would have been super happy. And um, the growth that I experienced in just this process alone would have been enough for 2020. But we all know that 2020 has to push the bar even higher, has to push the threshold even further. And it really has to like stretch the rubber band until it's about to break if it hasn't broken already. And so 2020 was like, well, we're going to give you something even more unexpected and even more out of the blue. And we're going to introduce you to a person and not tell you where this is all supposed to go or what all of this is supposed to mean. We're going to fucking open up like your heart emotionally and say, deal with it. Which is what it's feel like, what it feels like. Um, I will say that I did tell 
this person. Thank you. I told them, thank you for opening up my heart. I told them, thank you for seeing me. And here's the thing. A lot of people will tell you like, oh, but you let your walls down. So that came from you. Um, and don't give that person too much credit. And to those people, I kind of want to be like, then you don't really get how it works, do you? <laughs> because for the walls to come down, it's a give and take, right? Everything that you do is an energetic exchange. And this is where my beliefs come in. And I've tried to explain this to a couple of people. And I do have some friends who get it, but everything is an exchange between two people. So for me to let my walls down for a person, for it, there had to be some type of exchange for that to happen. So here's what happened. This person created a space where I could be honest, where I could be vulnerable, and where I could be myself. And in doing so, I was able to tell them things and feel comfortable doing so. There was no pressure. There was no, I did it because of a program or I did it because I had to. Like, it was easy to do. It became natural. It was just like, I could be honest with this person. There was no judgment, and every single time I said something that I was scared to say, that person never ran. And the fact that I was never once abandoned, the fact that that person stuck around where people in my past would normally run away, shows that, again, it was an exchange of them letting me know it was safe to just share what I needed to share. And it was in that process that I was able to let my walls come down. It was in that process where I was able to open up emotionally and open up my heart. So if they, even if they don't believe that to be true, I believe that to be true. And so I still thanked them because it's a two-way street. It's, I allowed the walls to come down because you created the space that made me comfortable for that, if that makes sense. So I did thank them. I did tell them what their presence has meant to me. And I don't know what to expect for tomorrow, to be honest. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who would reach out to me and who would be there to celebrate with me. But I do know that right now, I'm not feeling anything. Like right now, energetically, I don't feel that 
I guess I don't feel like that love and excitement around my birthday. Like, even my friends used to be like, oh my god, like, your birthday is coming up. I hope you have a great day. Like, what are you doing? People would normally ask me, like, what are my plans? And none of that has happened either. It's just really felt very empty. And so I guess all of that is just making me feel like, it's not a birthday and it's making me feel very alone and very isolated and just all around not great so as I continue to reflect on all the things that this year has brought to me um, I guess all that's left to say is maybe I just can't see was on the other side of things and maybe things will turn out better than they think they're going to turn out and I'm hoping that's the case I'm hoping that these feelings and these thoughts are just a result of the trifecta of emotional crazies um but I will say that despite the feelings that I'm feeling tonight I am super grateful for the last year. I am super grateful for everything that's occurred between 32 and 33. And no matter what, I'm going to continue this podcast because this podcast has been the best part of my year. And that's not going anywhere. So my promise to you all is that the podcast will continue and that I will continue to show up and I will continue to share with you all the adventures and experiences that come with being 33. And I guess we could just play it by ear and see how things go. Um, and I'm pretty sure that there's still a lot more to reflect on, but you know, we can always save that for a different episode, but yeah. Here's to 33. We're almost there and it's just a couple of hours away. So I can't wait to see what 33 brings me. And I can't wait to see what experiences it brings so that I could share with you all. And I'm looking forward to another year with the Motivation Burrito. So have a great day, everyone. And I will talk to you all soon.